Welcome to this edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. I'm Kerry Fink. Glenn, I'm just excited. This is going to be terrific today. Oh, it is. It, it just It's exciting just seeing how the Word of God is spreading all over the, to the nations around the world. And, and people are hungry for the truth. They want the truth. And that truth we know is Jesus Christ. So it, it, it's neat. And we're just so thankful for those people that uh, watch and listen and, and uh, follow the teachings because uh, we know it's not from us, but it's from the Lord. We appreciate them so much. You know, I was just thinking as you were saying that it's always fun because we take a minute and we get to look through, you know, how things, who was tuning in over the last week. And it's really nice to see continents opening up and finding us, you know, reaches a couple of million people every now. It's literally every like month or so. And um, it's really fascinating to see how the world is tuning in for the for the message of kingdom living. And I was going to I was actually thinking, Glenn, I was going to start the conversation today by saying, last week's message was such a winner. It was called The Perfect Day. And I said, I feel like today is going to be another perfect day. And when you gave me the title for where we're going is, I, I can't wait to dive into this because I just, as soon as you said the title of today's program, I was like, wow, that works on just every single level. And I was telling somebody, literally, we were in an event last night and I was telling somebody about the Kingdom Living podcast and the comment that I made, we were talking about the value of green line living. And that is a phenomenal concept that once you understand that God created you for that eternal timeline, that green line living, and it really explains so much of the things that we see maybe on the news or just in the world around us. And Glenn, I really always feel so strongly. It's one of the reasons I know that you normally in the teachings, you'll spend a few moments to bring it up. But I want to remind you, if you're new to this uh, viewer, listener, that you can find uh, teachings on this. This is now episode 122 of the Kingdom Living Podcast. And you can go right back. I think it's episode number six, where, uh, Glenn, you do a pretty, two, a pretty extensive two-part teaching on green line, red line living. Because once you get to the green line living, you really do have a perfect day every day, Glenn. Man, amen. That is so good. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, um, I, I want to just remind you, you can access everything at therepleminute.com. But let's get, let's just open ourselves to a great teaching today. And as you said, Glenn, let's enter in. <laughs> yeah. Amen. We're going to enter in. And, and again, this is something we started in the last podcast is with the disclaimer or disclosure. Being in the investment business, uh, one of the things we're always disclosing, we have prospectuses and, and all kinds of things. But, but here's the disclosure that we've got uh, for the Kingdom Living series. And, and it's so neat because we're going to disclose if you're listening to Carrie or Glenn, tune that off. But if you're listening to the Holy Spirit uh, teaching and uh, the truth to your heart, tune that in. And this is Paul. This is Paul in Galatians 1 verses 11 and 12, where he, 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 he makes this comment uh, as a disclaimer. For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known to me is not man's gospel, a human invention according to a pattern after any human standard. For I indeed did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came to me through a direct, look at that, a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And here the teacher is, is the Holy Spirit. 
And this is d direct revelation coming to, to you. Uh, because you'll see, as Carrie says many times, uh, we're reading scripture. Uh, and and uh, this is not an opinion show. Uh, we're reading we're a lot of scripture. But I'd like to ask questions to up front. Uh, when did righteousness and innocence happen? When did righteousness and innocence happen? And here's another question. When did perversion happen? And again, that has that fits with the, the book Fraud also, uh, because uh, our fraudulent, uh, perverted uh, mindset that we, we, we have. So we're, we'll, we'll be looking at that. But what we want to do is put the proverbial uh, fraud fire extinguisher on the idea of coming out of slavery and bondage. We're coming out and we're going to enter in. We're going to enter in. Uh, and there's so many places we can enter in. And, and many people spend their lives going around the mountain and they never really enter in. But we're going to be entering in uh, Luke 7, uh, verse 50. It says, but Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go enter, enter into peace in freedom from all the distress that, that are experienced as a result of sin. And we're going to be looking uh, a little more at this, but we're going to enter in. Uh, we're entering in, uh, into the tree of life. We're entering into the promised land. Uh, we're entering into the grace and the love uh, of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's entering in. And as, as Carrie was just talking about uh, the green line living, because uh, we, we, we like to use this as a, uh, as a tutorial or, or just uh, as a basic, because it, it's just so important that uh, we ask the question is, what are the three greatest historical event and this green line uh is is the uh is is the is is we call it we call it a timeline but we're outside of time when we are uh in the spirit made in the image and likeness of god uh when we start operating on time we're really operating on the red line living and there's stress and there's frustration and so forth. but but what happens the green line is a forever line that's god's design outside of time so what's the the first and greatest historical event uh, was God knew us and created us. Uh, he knew us before the foundation of the earth, but he, it was creation. He spoke. He spoke words. He spoke words uh, and, and created, let there be light. And so uh, creation was formed. Uh, and then out of that made man uh, in his image and likeness. And he put into, in, in, into on earth there uh, two trees, uh, uh, the, the tree of life, which is the tree of abundance. You eat from that and you have life uh, and, and just all the enjoy. Everything's available to you. And that's the tree we're going to learn, the tree of love also, because uh, that's, that's God's tree and design for us. And he said also there's uh, the tree in the middle of the garden there called uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when you eat from that tree, you will die. And so Adam and Eve, they decided uh, uh, to, to, to go their own way. God didn't change, but they changed. And they decided to, to eat and, 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 and not listen and not trust God uh, with, with that idea. And with that, uh, the second greatest event is the fall. And, and this, this is, and, and again, many times we wonder, when did sickness and disease and death uh, come in? Uh, and, and this is when, when it came in, is, is rebellion. They rebelled against God. And, and, uh, and, and we have the symptoms now because what we see is so much anger and bitterness and worry and fear out there. And these are the symptoms of the fall 
of, of not trusting God, uh, the guilt, the shame, the pain coming, and just this inferiority complex. And we uh, carry an orphan spirit looking for our father. Uh, we have rejection. We have a, a spirit of injustice. We're looking for justice. And that just the spirit of fear is just so rampant uh, out, out there. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. He loved us so much uh, that he knew uh, what would happen. And he sent himself in the form of flesh through uh, his son, Jesus Christ, uh, and, and, and gave his life for us to recreate us, uh, to redeem mankind back to, to the standard and, and the life that, 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 that had been uh, destined all along. And, that, and that's the green line to live forever and to never, ever die. And we have lessons we've taught on that and on immortality. And so with that, uh, we have the redemption, we have the life. And, and again, Jesus uh, came to earth, uh, gave his life, he, he, and we'll talk more about that with some other illustrations here, but uh, he, and, and he rose out of the grave, he defeated Satan, and, and he ascended into heaven, and he sits at the right hand with God, and that's where we're at now. So, and with that, he came to earth, heaven, kingdom of God came to earth to live in man. Uh, the Holy Spirit needs a body to live and to rule and reign here on earth, and so we lost that with Adam, but we've regained it now. This, and you can see that the gospel from Genesis to Revelation is revealing Jesus. Everything is revealing about who Jesus is. And Jesus, everything that Jesus is, is he's all about who we are. So he's wanting us to know who we are. Uh, and again, Carrie, as you know, that's been a consistent teaching on identity of who we are. And, and it just it's just so great when we know uh, our position, uh, know our father, uh, know that we're sons and daughters, and, and that uh, that we're the bride of Christ. We have an intimacy with our with our father. And so what we see here too is the kingdom of darkness. And I really like this definition. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of their redeemed identity and, and innocence. That's that perversion that we talked about. If we if we don't recognize uh, our identity of who we are, uh, and we end up eating from that tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil, which is, is really uh, what love is not, uh, is the anger and the rudeness and envy and prideful and selfish and, and unforgiving. And, and again, the fruit that comes out of there is the fear and the fear of death and shame and guilt and condemnation and just, just all that. And we, we're, we see so much of that, but, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we have is this tree of life. And we're going to be talking about entering in, entering in. And what we find is I really kind of like this picture here too, is that how God reached down because uh, we were sinking and, and uh, uh, we, 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 we have that red line living. And this is a, a verse that we all know is, and, and again, we, we, we can quote this, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. However, what we miss are the two scriptures on, on each side of this. Is, is that this is Romans 3, verses 22 through 24. And, and, and what we see on the front side of this righteousness, that's the righteousness picking us out of uh, the red line living. The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to what? To all who believe. There's no difference between the Jew and the... We're, we're in the same race. We're all together. Uh, we're made in that image and likeness. We are children of God. So... so uh, this faith in Jesus Christ is to all who believe. 
then comes the verse that we know. And so we've, we've built uh, doctrine, everything around this next verse, for all of sin to fall short of the glory of God. That's the message of condemnation. But, but look at that first verse. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there's no difference between all of mankind. Then we have verse 24. And all, 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 all are justified freely, freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. That's the message of the gospel. The message is not all of sin and fall short of the glory of God, but somehow we can all quote that and build doctrine around that we're sinners. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came through Jesus Christ. That's the message. Now, one of the things too, and I, I don't think I've done uh, this much in, in our past teachings, but it's just really kind of a definition of, of sin. And, and, uh, and sin is, it comes from the word harm, harmatia, H-A-M-A-R-T-I-A. The Holy Spirit in you, and, and again, this is John 16, 9, the Holy Spirit in you will persuade them concerning their sin, which boils down to a, look at this, a bankrupt, distorted, we could use the word perverted, identity due to their difference, indifference to me. When we have an indifference to God, uh, you know, that, that's that perverted, that's, that was never our destiny. The world's unbelief and indifference to Jesus is the very cause of their bankruptcy. The, the word for sin is harmatia, and, and it's, it's divided, is, is from ha, which is negative, and meros, the, the portion or form, thus to be without your allocated portion or without form, pointing to a dis, disoriented, distorted, or bankrupt identity. The word meros, which is a part of uh, the word in there, is the stem of the word morphe. And then we see in 2 Corinthians 3.18, where the word metamorphy, for which, now this is this is the opposite, is transferred, is the opposite of harmatia, uh, without form. So, so we are in sin. We are without the form and identity of the way we're designed to be. And that's usually in our thinking. Sin is to live out of the context, uh, with, 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 out of the context, with, with the blueprint of one's design. The way God designed us, just like Jesus, to made in the image and likeness, and to behave out of tune with God's original harmony. That's the sin nature. And yet, he has redeemed us and brought us uh, into the kingdom of, of, of God now. So we've entered in. And I just really love this picture here, too, because we uh, there's some scriptures that we're talking about, but God's demonstrated love uh, when we recognize his demonstrated love, we're praising him. Uh, the, the kingdom of God just, just enters in. So we're entering in. So uh, this, this next is, 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 is an important part of the scriptures here because what we have is, is we want enter in, enter into the kingdom of God, enter into the tree of life. Uh, the, the veil has been torn open. We can enter in. But there's three phases uh, that the Israelites went through. Uh, they spent 430 years in slavery, in bondage, in bondage. And they came out of Egypt. Moses led them out of Egypt. Uh, they had 10 plagues. They had the parting of the Red Sea. And, and so all these miraculous things happened. And they entered into, they, they, in, they went into the wilderness. But they, they, they spent 40 years in the wilderness. So the, the whole intent was to enter into the promised land. So they came out, they came out, they were saved, they were restored out of Egypt. 
the, their back wages were paid for and and there's no one that uh, was with with any sickness so this is like salvation they and, and then they went into the wilderness wilderness really just to go through through the wilderness to get to the promised land but what happened all those that came out the generation that came out died in in the wilderness in the desert uh, they didn't make it through only Moses and Caleb uh, excuse me uh, Caleb and Joshua made it through and so th and the next generation uh, is the ones that made it into the promised land. And the reason they didn't make it into the promised land is their disbelief. They saw all these miraculous signs, uh, but but they whined and complained and 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 they were they were seeing with their own eyes. Their disbelief held them back. And they actually uh, said, hey, hey, we you know we need some meat. We want to go back to Egypt. We ate better back there in Egypt as slaves. So we have this tendency. Uh, to want to go back and we're so comfortable with that sin nature, that slavery and bondage nature that we really miss entering into the promises, the promised land of all the abundance of that tree of life, of what God has us in the kingdom of God now. It's now. This isn't a later, as, as Carrie says in the sweet by and by. This is a now that we've got. And, and this is a depiction here and this is Jesus speaking uh, in Luke 9, verse 27. And again, what's needed, this is showing a depiction of a chain here. That's the bondage. But all of a sudden, as, as, as we experience the revelation of, of who we are, we see the dove flying out of it. We, we, see, we see the freedom that we have. And, and this is needed in, in, in this verse here in, in Luke 9, 27. The, and, and this is Jesus speaking now. This is Jesus. Jesus, the kingdom of God is not a future event beyond your reach. You don't have to wait till you're dead to see it. Some of you standing right here are about to dramatically witness what I'm talking about. Because he had not gone to the cross and, and the redemption had not totally happened. So the kingdom of God is not a future event. And we keep uh, and, and, and so many times we think, oh, I have to die to get into the kingdom of God, to be in the presence of God. The kingdom of God is now. Heaven, as we've talked about, Carrie, is open now for us to enter in. And that's why Jesus came uh, and, 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 and left so that we could have the Holy Spirit living inside of us now and experience it. So, and then this is just in another version uh, of, of verse uh, 27 also. However, in this Jesus speaking, this is in the Amplified Classic. However, I tell you truly, I, I tell you truly, there are some of those standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. So it's a now, that was 2,000 years ago that this is being said. So the kingdom of God is a now, is a now, it's not a future thing, uh, which is so important to us to, to, to represent. And this is a scripture that that I that that really uh, is is real important, and, and we're going to probably be teaching on this a little more because uh, I really started uh, opening this up even this morning and just recognize. So, so what happened is as we get rid of the bondage of the old and bring in the new, and we enter into we enter into, and we're coming out and entering in to the kingdom of God. And this is First John four verse seventeen, and this is in the Mirror Translation, uh, and so. And so now, in our awakening to our joint inclusion in this love union, everything is perfect. 
So now in our awakening to our joint inclusion in this love union, everything is perfect. Herein is love perfected. Herein is love. Its completeness is not compromised in contradiction. Our confident conversation echoes this fellowship even in the face of crises. Because as he is, so are we in this world. So as he is, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And, and can I just throw out to those, what's that mean? And we're going to start looking at this in future uh, podcasts. But as he is, so are we in this world. Our lives are mirrored in him. We are, a blame, we are as blameless in this life now as Jesus is. Wow, this is powerful. Because as he is, so are we, so are you, so am I in this world. Our lives are a mirror in him. So we look in a mirror, are, are, we, are we seeing ourselves? Are we seeing the mirror image of Jesus? Because what we'll be looking at scripture in, in a few minutes is, as Christ is seen for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. So, so it's Christ. We carry that exact image of Christ. Our lives are mirrored in him. We are as blameless in this life as Jesus is. This perfect love union is the source of our confidence whenever we face the scrutiny of contradiction. We face the scrutiny of judgment. People are judging us. Uh, people are, uh, you know, and there's, there's all kinds of uh, uh, accusations be, being made and so th those contradictions that would contradict our identity of who we are and what the love, the love of God is, uh, is, is that we are mirrored. Uh, his love has been perfected and that's perfected inside of us. This is just so, so powerful. We're going to talk about this a little later on. So, so part of what we're, we're looking at here as we're going through this is we're coming out of the law. So as the Israelites uh, came out of Egypt, they entered into the wilderness, and that's where the law came in. And so we're entering out of the law, we're coming out of, we're coming out of the law, the performance-based system, and we're entering into the good news of grace. We're entering into that grace uh, and the love. And what we see here are two columns here. We have the law, which is sin conscious. We have grace, which is righteousness conscious. We have law, which is demand conscious. We have grace, which is supply, meaning uh, oh, oh, yeah, people say, oh, we, we have limited resources. No, God's resources are unlimited. His, his love is unlimited. And again, even the natural resources that we have that he's given us that we're just beginning to find more and more of are unlimited. His supply is unlimited, the supply conscious. And under law, thou shalt not steal. God's love over in grace is God's love and grace is a giving, is generosity. Under law, it, we're, it's, it's a performance basis, self-effort. Uh, and then under grace, it's resting in the promises of the word of God through the Holy Spirit. The law was given by Moses and grace came and reali is realized through Jesus Christ. Law is our daily confession of sin. Our confession and grace is our righteousness, our standing in Christ. There is therefore no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So it's recognizing our identity of who we are. We're not confessing sin. Yeah, we're, we may fall short, but but that's we're confessing who we are and understanding our identity of who we are in Christ. 
The law you shall not. It's a, a you shall not is it's conditional. Whereas God's grace, God's promises are unconditional, which I will. I'll do these things for you. And we're gonna see, we're gonna see some of the things that that God delivers, much like Amazon delivers uh, packages to us. God delivers all these promises as we enter into him. And the law, it's one of earning God's love, whereas under grace, we receive God's love as a bride of Christ and an intimacy in that love, that love affair that we have that of receiving his, his love. And under the law, it's the acts of God, whereas under grace, it's receiving and knowing the ways of God. And, and with law, it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that we've, we've talked about, which grace is entering into, entering into the tree of life. The law is what you see. Grace is entering in, and it's what you don't see. We're seeing with those spiritual eyes. The law is man's knowledge, whereas we enter into grace, we see God's wisdom. Uh, the law is, is self-focused. Uh, we're coming, coming out of that. We're coming out of that, and we're entering into being Christ-focused. Uh, we're coming out of uh, worshiping the created. We're here. We're entering into the worship of the creator, the redeemer. And that's the grace. And we come out of uh, does not take the Holy Spirit to reveal the law. It takes the Holy Spirit. And this is the key to the teachings. The teaching here is it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal grace through faith. If, we, if we're doing a history lesson here, that's just a straight teaching, but if but if if the Holy Spirit, the truth of who God is and who Jesus Christ is, and the Holy Spirit living in us, boy, that that takes that takes the Holy Spirit to do that to reveal, and and we come we're coming out of the conditional covenant and entering into the unconditional covenant of love. We coming we're coming out of under the condemnation, fear, guilt, shame, and the curse. And we're entering into we're entering into the freedom. Uh, uh, from the law into liberty. We're entering into the liberty and we're coming out of being a slave and a servant, entering in as sons and daughters, as brides and as kings. And this is Psalms 34. And, th and think of this as, as an Amazon. As you order from Amazon, you expect them to deliver. They're, 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 they're going to be delivering to you. And so as we enter in, we're entering into, we're being delivered into the kingdom of God. And, and, and he delivers, he's delivering his presence, he's delivering his protection. And this is Psalm 34, and you just pick these out as you go through the, I'm not gonna read the, the whole scripture, I'm just gonna bring these highlights in, but it, 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 what it is, is we're entering in as he delivers us from, now how about this, do you want this? Do you want to be delivered from all your fears? Come on, that's a part of the package of entering, entering in, we enter in. And, and he's going to deliver us from all of our troubles. That doesn't mean there's troubles out there, but we don't have to bear those troubles because we know he's with us. And so he's delivering us and we're entering into his promises of recognizing our identity of who we are. And he, and he delivers us into, enter into the joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. He delivers us into a radiance. We've talked about the energy that we carry with the light of Christ living inside of us. And, and he delivers us as we enter into the hope that we have in, in Christ Jesus. And, and he delivers us and, and we enter into the angel of the Lord camps around us. The, the cloud of witnesses are cheering us on. He delivers us as we enter into being blessed. The blessings of the Lord are ours. 
and and he delivers us and 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 as we enter in as saints it, we we he delivers us as we enter in as as sons and, and children of god he delivers us from from the lap from lap uh and and and, and uh and he delivers us uh, to you a good life. We enter into the good life. Uh, he, he delivers us and we enter into, and again, the word we've been using is immortality, long life, never die. And that's spiritual, physical. He delivers us and enters into the relationship with our father because, because it's about entering into uh, his, his presence. It's entering into God's presence. Uh, through Jesus, because Jesus reveals the Father, the Holy Spirit's revealing Jesus, and Jesus is revealing who God is, and we can enter his presence now, and he delivers us as we enter into the salvation, and, and that's coming out of Egypt, going through the desert, and entering into the promises of the complete finished work uh, that we have in Jesus Christ. He, he delivers us and we enter into, this is so important that we un understand we've been made righteous and he delivers us with full redemption and he delivers and we enter into the peace. And this is Psalms 34. This was written as a prophetic message of the deliverance and the entering in that we have into the kingdom of God. So we enter into that kingdom of God now. And this is a scripture that, that has been a staple, uh, Carrie, as you know, of, of all of our podcasts, because I think it's such an important scripture. And we personalize this because it seems like every teaching that we use comes around to somehow this is a part of the teaching because it, it, it just ties uh, the scriptures of, of our identity in Christ and, and who we are. And again, these four pictures here is I died in Christ. Uh, I am resurrected in Christ. I ascended in Christ and I'm sitting with Christ. So it's important that we understand this scripture will bring this out. And so we're entering into the kingdom of God now. So this is Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4. And, and so much is tied together in this. And this has been personalized. And, and, and again, because I think it's, it's really important that you take scriptures and put your names in it. Put your name in it so you can see that the scripture is really written for you. And, 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 and again, read a lot of different translations. And, and we've said this before, uh, two, two translations that have uh, been modern translations that have come out is the Passion Translation, and, and then also the Mirror Translation is one that's not even totally completed in the New Testament, but it's a study Bible. And I really recommend both of those to you uh, with the New King James, the NIV, and others. But ask the questions, what, what's this word really mean? Because a lot of times, because the words are being interpreted uh, and translated in either from Hebrew to Greek, and with that, it's important that, that the Holy Spirit reveals to you the context of what the scriptures are really meaning to you. So th this, this is Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4, uh, personalized. Christ's resurrection, the way it reads, is our resurrection. It's, but the, the personalized this is my resurrection and ascension. And ascension too. That's been added in there. Is resurrection and ascension too, because it ties all of it together too. This is why we, I, we yearn, I yearn, carry yearn for all that is above. For that's where 
I in Christ sit. That's where we're sitting with Christ now. Because So it kind of ties all this together. We've ascended with him. We're sitting with him. Uh, we're, we're resurrected with him. We died with him. So all this is together. And we're going to see this all the way through. Uh, where Christ is enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So yes, I feast. And this is so important that I feast. We're eating. Man does not live by, by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. So we're eating, we're feasting, we're feasting on his word. I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. And that's the feast of the heavenly realm that's open to us now. And fill my thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. This is so important. So we're feasting, we're focused on the treasures, the heavenly realm of, of entering into the promises, entering into the kingdom of God now and, and all that God has for us in his love. So I'm feasting all the treasures of the heavenly and I'm filling my thoughts with the green line living, the heavenly realm, rather than, than what I am not in the red line. I fill my thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the news of the day and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Because man is, there's so much out there, there's so much fear and worry and anxiety. That's not who we are at the promise of. We're filled with the treasures of the heavenly realm and filled with his heavenly realities. And then we have verse three, my, our, our, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now carry my life, your, our lives. My life is, it, it, my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And here's verse four that just brings this together too. And as Christ, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who, Carrie, you are, who I am, who we are, those that are listening, who we really are will also be revealed. So let me say that again. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who we are, who I really am, will also be revealed. For I am, for I am, I, and this is an I am, I am now one with him in his glory. And so this is important to speak that over ourselves, and that's why it's personalized, because as we know that the I am, what it speaks to is to our soul, because we're speaking words, and we're speaking life to our soul and to our body, and there's healing and restoration that comes in knowing this, that are, for I am now one with him in his glory. This is not a future tense. This is a now tense that happened 2,000 years because of the redeemed uh, the redemption that Jesus is. So we're sitting with him now in his glory uh, with him. And so uh, that's just so powerful. This this carries on over to everything that we're, we're talking about too. So so we enter into the kingdom of God. And, and again, this, this is John 4, 14 in the Passion Translation. Uh, but if anyone drinks the living water, so this is really important. If they drink the living water that I give them, they will never thirst again. So part of this, what are we thirsting for? We're thirsting for the things uh, made of man, uh, but never thirsting. And, and, and they will be forever satisfied. Our satisfaction is through the living waters of the word of God washed over us. For when you drink this water I give you, it becomes a, gush, a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, just pouring all over us, springing up and flooding you with endless life. And life is in Christ. And that's the endless love. 
that and, and that he's he's just flooding us with because the Holy Spirit is revealing who uh, who Christ is and we'll know who we are and the love that Christ has for us. And so th this is uh, pretty much a staple we've had too is, is again, these two trees here, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that leads to death. And, 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 and these two trees, the tree of life is the tree of love because that's representing uh, the love that God has uh, for all of mankind. And what love is, it's patient, kind, truthful, trust, protects, hopes, perseveres. And, and then the fruit that bears out of the light of Christ uh, illuminates through us is, is the love and the joy and the peace and the patience and the gentleness that all flows through uh, the fruit that comes out of the tree of love uh, that, that we have. Yet at the same time, what we see coming out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil is the tree of death. And that's a fear. I mean, we, we see the anger root, the roots are down there in pride and selfishness and delights in evil. And again, we see such bickering and fighting and such division versus the unity that we have uh, in the treasures of the heaven. And we see is fear and death and condemnation and all that coming out. Those are the words. And we're speaking those words. That's having an impact on our, our soul. But so so here's 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 uh, in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 22. And this is so important. So and in, in that we get this for as in Adam, as in Adam, all die. So, so when, when he rebelled against the word of God and, and decided to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, death entered in. So all die. But let's look at this now. The second, even so, even so, in Christ, what happens? In other words, all, all shall be made alive. So redemption is that. So the one man, Adam, all died. For the one man, Jesus Christ, all are made alive. So the tree of life is the abundant tree that we have now. And so what we see is the veil. Uh, the, the truth is now being unveiled by the revelation of the anointed Jesus. So, so uh, as, as we see uh, with, with the eyes, the veil has been opened. We can enter into the tree of life by the revelation of the anointed Jesus, our life giver, who has dismantled death, death, the fear. We have the fear and obliterating all this effect on our lives and has manifested his immortal life in us by this, by the gospel. So the truth is now being unveiled so we can enter in. We can enter in to the promises. We can enter into the kingdom of God, which he is, he is, he is open to us. And what we see are these two laws that we have. Uh, we have the, the law of the spirit of life, which is Romans 8, uh, verse, verses 1 and 2 in the NIV. Uh, we have the law of the spirit of life. We have the law of sin and death. And that interest, that's kind of like the two trees. And so, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free, has set us free. There's freedom there. We enter in. We don't, we're not enslaved. We're not in bondage to the old system, has set us free from the law of sin and death. And there's a difference between being free and having liberty, is that... Uh, uh, is that we Paul was put in prison? Uh, he was put in prison and and wrote many of the letters in prison. And so he gave up some of his freedom. You know what? He had his liberty, and that's the important part. That our liberty is in Christ. 
uh, we've been set free. The liberty has happened. And so we have the spirit of life, uh, the, the law of the spirit that gives life to us. And that has conquered the sin and death. And so as we enter into, enter in the kingdom of God, we have the law, the veil has been torn open. We're entering into the tree of life. And, 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 and the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And what we see is, is God is my father. I can enter into his presence now. The holy of holies are open. And Jesus Christ is Lord. We trust the Lord with all of our heart. Uh, there's righteousness, love. We're accepted. We're secured. There's forgiveness of all unrighteousness. We have peace, which transcends all understanding. We have justice. Uh, we're not guilty. So that's so important because because we carry this judgment mentality that we're going to be judged uh, for all the wrongs. No, Jesus took all judgment on the cross and he sent us, us not guilty. There's no shame. There's no condemnation. He set us free. We are saints. Uh, and so justice, not guilty by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have abundance, more than enough. We can share. The unseen spirit world is more real than the created scene. We have health, wholeness, complete, sozo, sanctification. We have life now. We're made in God's image and likeness. Uh, and this is, a, we're eternal. We're eternal beings forever, ageless. We're outside of time. That's that green line. And we're immortal. That's the design that he's made us. And he's recreated us, regenerated us uh, in, into, into that image and likeness that we have. And this, this is a scripture that when I got this years ago, it just really radically just hit home inside of me, is as we enter into the kingdom of God, uh, and again, these are these four stages of, of we died with Christ, we resurrected with Christ, we ascended with him, we're sitting with him. And, and again, on that day, now which day is this? On that day when that time comes. Well, that time came for me maybe seven or eight years ago when I go, oh, I get this. And so that's that revelation that comes in. On that day, when that time comes, you will know for yourselves. <laughs> and this is Jesus speaking here in John 14, 20. You will know for yourselves that I, I am in the Father. Jesus, I'm in the Father. And you, we are in, in him. And I am in you. So there's that, tri that Godhead that's inside of us that's living. So I am in the Father, you're in me. And so that's entering into our position of being in Christ. Uh, Christ is in us. He's in the Father. We're, 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 we're mixed. We're all together. And that's a part of the family. And that's a, and again, I don't think you can get that without revelation because it makes no sense with just, just the brain without the revelation of the Holy Spirit guiding you that this God would love us so much, he'd love us so much that he'd come to dwell inside of us. That takes the revelation knowledge. So I'm in the Father, and you're in me, and I am in you. And, and on that day, when that time comes, you will know for yourselves. It's not anything that man's going to be teaching you. It's got to be the Holy Spirit guiding and directing you to know who you are. And he knew this before the foundation of the earth. He loved you and, and, he, and he purified you and, and made you in his image. So here's a scripture too that, that, that uh, uh, is, 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 is really important to us too. Is, and this, this is in John 6, and this is again Jesus speaking. 
and he and he's telling and, and he's telling us my sender's desire that's God's is for me to rescue every single individual. This is his gift to me that I will lose no detail of the original identity mirrored in me. My rescue mission, that's Jesus now is saying this, my rescue will conclude in, in what? In their joint resurrection. This is the completeness of time. So again, see that, that green line uh, is, is a forever line. It's an ageless line. That's a completion of time because before we were kind of disjointed with some of the time. Now we're ageless. He's bringing us into that ageless forever timeline with, without time. And this is the desire of my father that everyone who sees the son through his eyes and finds the conclusion of the persuasion in him will resonate, echo the life of the ages and I will raise them up on the final day. Now, this is Jesus again speaking because he had not yet uh, gone to the grave and, and, and rose again. So on that, and so we were raised with him. And so what this says here in John 4, 20 is this is the end of an era has arrived. The future is here now is a part of the footnote that goes with that. Uh, so it's really important we, we, we recognize that this so much has happened already. And as, as we learn, as we learn to enter into the kingdom of God, into his righteousness, into his holy of holies, and into identity of who we are, uh, it's so, so important. And, 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 and again, this, these are four areas, but there's more of it, is, is a rev, the revelation of knowing the, the amount of God's love for us. The revelation of judgment, we've been adjudicated, not guilty, we're innocent. The revelation that we are sons and daughters, the revelation of this liberty, the freedom. We have freedom and the liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. And this is a scripture that was is just so just really important to me too. Is is that uh, in 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 many times I've just got to speak this over myself uh, because and and this is in Romans eight thirty seven. Is that yet in the midst of all these things? So what are all the things that we're dealing with? We're dealing with okay. Is the world coming to an end? Uh, do we uh, uh, is is a stock market crashing? Are we going to lose all of our money? Uh, uh, do we have another sickness or disease coming? We're going to have a World War Three uh, in the midst of uh, in our family disputes, your business disputes, all the, <clears throat> financial collapse. I'm going to have enough money <clears throat> in the midst of all these things, these worries and concerns that are out there, that are out there, they're in the air. Look at what happens. We triumph over them all in the midst of all these things, all these accusations, all the world's things are being spoken to us that, that wants to roll around in our head. This is what we want to speak, speak to ourselves. We triumph over them all. For God has made me, us, you, to be more than conquerors. So yes, in the midst of all these things, Carrie, we are, I am, we triumph over them all, all those things that are out there, all the noise, all the news, all the stuff that's going out that's against what God has created us to be. We triumph over them all for God has made us to be more than conquerors. And this is such an important scripture. And his demonstrated, God's demonstrated love through Jesus Christ. And His he demonstrated his love is my, is our is our glorious victory over what? Everything. So God's demonstrated love through Jesus Christ 
is our glorious victory and showing how much he loves us. So all, all those things that are coming out, they're, they're minute compared to the triumph and the victory we have in the love of God and the glorious victory we have over everything. That's such good news. And what we see is God's demonstrated love brings the kingdom. We enter into the kingdom of God through our praise, our worship, and we enter into that kingdom now. We have the kingdom of God now. And this is a scripture I read before, but I want to go through this again because when we tie all this together, it just makes sense. And this is 1 John 4, 17 in, in the, in the uh, mirror translation. Because, because it is so important because, because as he is, so are we in this world. So uh, what we read here, so now in our awakening, this is that revelation as we've gone through so many of the scriptures already, this awakening to our identity of who we are, a way to our joint inclusion in his love union. Oh, this is just full of meat in our awakening to our joint inclusion in his love union. Everything, everything, everything is perfect. Herein is love uh, perfected. Herein is love perfected. Its completeness, its completeness is now, uh, is not compromised in contradiction. Our confident co conversation echoes his fellowship in the face of crisis because, because as he is, so are, are we in this world. So, so that's such a, as he is, as he is, so, so he is love, he is truth, Jesus is truth, the truth, everybody's seeking truth, and that's Jesus, and as he is, so are we in this world, our lives are mirrored in him, we are blameless in this life as Jesus is, the perfect love union is a source of our confidence whenever we face the scrutiny of contradiction the contradiction of conflicts and of those accusations in the midst of all those things that are going on. No, we stand there in the love of Christ as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. And what we see then is we have that divine love that has perfected us and, and our identity is found in that, in that love that we have. And it's just so important that we ooze that love out and every so we've been perfected in that mirror and, and we look like love. And we have that love image inside of us. And so what we see then, and we we've, we've spoken this in, in past podcasts, is and I love to just speak this out loud. I am healthy, I'm alive, I'm filled and overflowing with God's wonder. And that wonder is of his love. And I am made complete. I am in Christ now. I am in Christ now. I can enter into him now. I can enter into the kingdom. I can enter into his love. I can enter into his presence now. And, and that it, we are complete. We are complete. Amen and amen. So, Glenn, as you were talking about that, I just want, you know, the thing that thought that kept coming back over and over was the title of our message, Enter In, uh, really fits in so many levels because, you know, everything when you think about the promises of the Lord, you're entering into his peace, his rest, his comfort, his provision, his blessings, the list goes on and on. And like we were saying to each other as we were getting ready to begin the podcast, like, why on earth would anyone want to choose anything different? other than entering in and what you have just laid out 
is is really kind of like a march towards understanding that's why green line living is so important for us to get a concept for when we talk when about kingdom living this is the whole point because you are entering into his rest his provision all these other things that we're talking about you enter into his health your his 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 life his just everything his wonder it's just why like i said why would you want to go anyplace else <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes that. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and we we talk about this so many times. You bring it up in the disclaimer at the beginning. We say it's not man's opinion. We're just quoting from the Holy Bible. And I keep thinking through that that most of the time, I think when we get ourselves in trouble, is because we fail to take God's word at at His word, right? Uh, we, we kind of stumble at the magnificence of these promises. And that's, Glenn, why the Kingdom Living podcast is so important, because each week it becomes like a reminder and one uh, precept builds on the next. Like we were talking at the beginning of this podcast, Glenn, the last uh, podcast was called The Perfect Day. Before that, uh, a couple, who are you? You are God's wonder followed up by where are you? And all these things, you know, they involve your position, your identity. And Glenn, we've talked about this a lot in the book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy. When you were putting this together, uh, you were really just seeking to expose where the enemy was in terms of trying to uh, basically steal our identity of who we are. But as you've been out in various locations and, and, and been asked to share on that book, people tell you it really is helping them understand who their identity is. And that's why all these messages in the Kingdom Living series, Glenn, I think are so important for people to, to, to kind of like get a hold of and appropriate. Amen. Amen. It, it is. Uh, it, this is the word of God. It is real. It is truth. And it just, it's so exciting to see how it changes lives. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so again, viewer, if you're uh, if you're kind of new into the whole kingdom living uh, concept and you're being intrigued and challenged by some of the messages that we're sharing, want to let you know that every one of these messages, this is message number 122, they're all available for you. You just got to go to the repleminute.com and you'll be able to pull them down. So similarly, uh, you can access Glenn's daily Monday through Friday. Uh, I call it a biblical motivational piece. It's called the REPL Minute. And Glenn has been publishing these kind of nonstop since 2006. It's a daily moment to just get lined up with all the goodness that God has for you in the day ahead and set your mind on the things of kingdom living. Uh, you can also get information at that same website, thereplminute.com, about your own book, uh, your own copy of the book, Fraud. I always say it makes a great a study for you and some of your friends. It's 40 bite-sized chapters, very easy to appropriate. You can get it, you can get, you can figure out how to get your copy there. You can also access the fraud series online. So again, the repleminute.com is a great resource, as is the Facebook page, the Repl Minute. So please like and share that. And the YouTube channel, we invite you to subscribe to the Repl Minute on the YouTube channel. And I guess one of the key things, Glenn, that we always ask people is if this is having meaning for you, by all means, please like and share and help us propagate good word of the King of the Kingdom Living podcast. And Glenn, we always wind up kind of at a place where we do um, these I am's, which is the believer's 
declaration of legal rights and bef- and then we pray but but before we get there i just want to remind folks this is a, a tool that you can uh, click on the link that you're seeing on the screen you can download your very own copy of this i recommend printing it out putting it someplace that you'll run into it like several times a day because these things are so important to recite to yourself and just remember to see yourself the way God sees you, Glenn. I don't know a better way to put it than that. <laughs> yeah, because it is a constant reminder. And, and when yeah. in, in, in the uh, appendix of the book, there's probably seven or eight pages of yes. IMs. And and that was compiled over a period of time. I would just take, take my phone. And when I heard, <laughs> I got an idea, I am, I got, I'd write it down. And so, and I want to challenge the other people too. And challenge you also uh, with the book is get a copy of it. And, and maybe two of you go through it, uh, uh, and, and just 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 uh, read it and then just have a conversation around it because it's designed that way. And if you've read it, uh, take notes in it and go give it away to somebody else so that they can benefit from it too. So yeah. let's let's the declare. Look at the believers. De- these are our legal rights that we have. Uh, I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly. Now, I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is my robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and lay the hands on the sick, and they are healed. And they are healed. So powerful, Glenn. And again, you know, uh, as you come in contact with the day-to-day rigors of, of, of what goes on in the world with the red line living and coming up against a lot of that, it's so important to uh, take advantage of the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights and just remember who God says you are and operate in that in that reality, you know? <laughs> All right, well, let me just press out here. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you. We praise your name. We just... Uh, we come to you with a thankful heart uh, we just, as, as our father, as our father. And you've regenerated us. You've recreated us. We are sons and daughters. We are that bride. We're that bride that you love so much. And you take such joy and care of us. And we just thank you for that. And Father, we just thank you for those people that are watching and listening here. We pray over them that, that the healing, the restoration, the regeneration of their, their spirit, soul, and body just be regenerated into that image and likeness, your word, because we know it does not return void. It penetrates their hearts, their minds. And Father, it is life to them. And every cell in their body, their nervous system, everything lines up with your word because that, that body is made in your image and likeness. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time together. We thank for each listener and person that watched. And we just give you the praise and the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you, Glenn, for another amazing teaching in the Kingdom Living series. It's time, past time, for us to enter in 
to his presence. And what a great, what a great reminder that is, because when you do that, you have made the perfect day, as we were talking about the title of last week's edition. So uh, if this has meaning for you, by all means, please like and share this. That is a great way to help spread the gospel message and the good news uh, that we're always trying to bring in the Kingdom Living podcast. So until next week, then, we'll look forward to seeing you right back here for Kingdom Living with Glenn Reppel. We'll see you soon.